the average fee that an estate agent charges in the UK is 1%. Roll the clock back to 2006 and it was 1.6%. That fee degradation has been slowly been at away over the years. Some people have blamed purple bricks and the online estate agency models. But the fact is, is that when you actually look at the graph, nothing could be further from the truth. Today, I'm joined by Ben Taylor, the CEO of Keller Williams, and he's going to talk to me on his thoughts on why fees have gone down so much in UK estate agency. Ben, thanks for joining me today. You're welcome. Why have fees in estate agency dropped so much? Talk to me. So you've, you've got a situation where both the end users, the clients, people moving home, and the, the majority of estate agents have an expectation of what, it's going, what they're going to pay right, before it's even started. So a client will think, I'm going to pay this, and an estate, agency, an estate agent will go out with the expectation that that's what the client's going to expect, therefore I'm going to do this. right? And this, this for me goes back a long time, Chris. I've been doing, I've been in this industry now for, I used to say plus 10 years, but let's be honest, it's, it's 30 years, okay? And this- Just started young. There was almost no pause, so thank you for that. Um, I did start young, actually, it's like four or something. Um, but what's interesting is this hasn't changed from the day I came into the industry, right? So every business I've run, um, in the old days when I started, if I ran an office or I ran an area or I ran a region or then I ran a company, yeah, and certainly in the business, I, in my business now, the same thing has happened is I've educated both the people moving home with me or the people that work with me. Um, and most importantly, I've educated the people that are our estate agents because my understanding is what we do, what real estate agents and estate agents do, is incredibly important. And here's the, here's, the, here's the fundamental piece, right? If you train and learn how to be really good at real estate, you'll know that making, let's say, a 1% difference to the end selling price of someone's home can, can be literally one conversation. It can be the way you handle one piece of negotiation that you could make a 1% difference to the sale of someone's home. Now, once an estate agent understands that and how to make sure they make that difference to the client, then all they need to do is explain that to the client. And the client will every time go, that makes sense. Now, here's the next part. In this country, you could have me with 30 years of experience, and I'm sure there'll be people that would contradict this, but as an agent, Chris, I really do know what I'm doing, right? I'm, a, I'm extremely safe pair of hands when it comes to helping somebody move home. But even for me, I largely would be working for free until I've once again proven the result and got the, actually obtained the result for a client and they complete on the sale. Can you imagine 30 years of experience being really good at something and the client doesn't pay anything all the way through to completion? Now, here's the, here's the reason every company I've ever worked with, we've raised fees dramatically and, and very significantly. And that is, it's an education piece for the agent and it's an education piece for the client. 
And what the client ends up doing is trying to find an agent that has the conversation with them about protecting their price and protecting their property. It's a very simple task and it works every single time. We've got agents right the way across our businesses now that are that always used to charge a low fee and now understand how and why that they should charge a, a higher fee. And here's the thing, there's no risk to the client. The only risk to the client is, you say, look, let's say you, it was with you, Chris. So you say to me, right, Ben, I, I want you to go and market the home and I accept that if you sell the home for the price that I'm willing, that I want to accept, I will pay you 2% plus VAT, right? If I go away and I disappoint you and I don't deliver, you can fire me anytime you want. And I get nothing. So even though I've spent loads of money on marketing, I've put loads of time into it, done all the stuff I need to do for you, you literally can fire me and pay me nothing at all. The risk is mine, not yours. So why are estate agents so bad at getting that story across and proving they're worth their money? Because it's easier to carry on doing it than it is to learn how to charge a fee the way I've just described it. Just like life, right? There's a lot of things a lot easier to do than, and, and harder to go and do it really well. It's interesting you use the word training and development, which I know you're part of the, you know, the Keller Williams tribe. Um, why do you, I mean, aside from the corporates and aside from your organisation, in terms of, you know, there are, I worked out approximately 14,500 independent one-man, one-woman band estate agents, okay? Or, or they might have two or three branches, but basically a small operator. Yeah. I can, I can never get past those chubby fingers, the number of trainers there are or in the state agency. Do you believe that the, the, the fact is, is that in one town you can have one estate agent charging 0.7% and another agent charging two and a half comes down to training and development in the way sales psychology and how to prove that you're worth the money? Do you think that's what it comes down to? Well, what I can say to you is everywhere I've worked, I've been told it can't be done. Everywhere, Chris, right? Whether, and admittedly, look, you know, I, am I really familiar with, you know, have I ever operated an estate agency here, for instance? No, I haven't, right? But what I can say to you, everywhere I've been from central London, all across the South, et cetera, it, I'm told that won't work here. In you my can't town. do it. You can't do that in to my, my town. Every town, Chris. And yet, in every town, you can do it. Every town. Why? Because it's a human thing. It's not a geographic thing. It's a human thing. If you can get a client to believe, and by the way, I always say to all of the guys and girls that we train, right, you can't just say you're a 2% agent. You do actually have to be one, right? You can't say, I'm going to charge you this to get this result and not be good. Because that's, that's a, you know, I don't have a fix for that, right? If you're going to be rubbish at it, and say you're going to be expensive, you won't do very much business. So is the issue the mindset of the estate agent, that A, their boss is not training them, and B, the mindset of the estate agents? I'm being quite blunt now, but do you think that's the issue? I'm, I'm going to phrase it this way. I'm saying the opportunity is there for any agent to learn how to charge a fee that is reasonable given the importance of what they do. By the way, sales and lettings. Sales and lettings. Why do you think... UK estate agents have pulled their pants down going from 1.6 to 1%. Because it's easier to go and say, I'll win the listing by charging less 
and than it is to learn how to protect the client's price. And does it shock you that there are so few trainers out there? Um, I've never really a, considered it. But, but if you think about it, eight or nine trainers. Well, I tend to do this, right? And I don't want to. I don't, I don't want to turn this into a criticism of anyone, right? But I will say that in difficult times, um, often training in a company, in my previous experiences, training has been a resource that a company would want to take the costs out. Um, and I'm, I was always in a place that said, right now is when we need to train people even more because this is where they're in trouble. Well, right? for the last few years, they haven't had time to train people because the market's been so busy. And now when the, the thing gets a little bit tough, the things that get pulled is normally marketing and training. Well, this is a fascinating thing about self-employed models and, and, and business ownership models is that if you're running your own business, if there's a way to get 60 to 100% more revenue into your business by learning how to do something, rather than having to go out and sell twice the number of homes, let's say right now, okay? It, it, I think we can both agree there are there is a, a period at the moment where less people are moving home whilst they figure everything out, right? You can see that from the numbers. Yep, we're yep. filming this in the summer of 2023. We are. Um, and if you, if, if you understand as a business owner, I can maintain or increase my revenue by selling the same number of homes, or even I could sell less homes and, and increase my revenue, wouldn't it be worth putting the time and energy into doing that? Particularly if that meant a great outcome for people moving home. It's just that agents are really shit at it, aren't they? Well, you can say that, can't you? Like the, ev the evidence with Sorry, it, you introduced okay. this by saying the average across the UK is 1%. 1%. Would I work for 1% in protecting somebody's home? Absolutely no chance. Why? Because I'll do a much better job for the client. But, than, then, but than... then you have to turn around and actually prove that. Time and time again. And that's okay. Set up the so accountability with the client. So why aren't agents very good at that? Because you've got to know how to do it. You can't exercise knowledge if you don't have it, right? It's like the, the person that can't read has no advantage over the person that can read if they don't read, right? In terms of, you've got to make sure that, for me, this is why training and development of people and consistently doing that is so critical because you could get somebody into the mindset that says, I'm going to go and give this a go. They go out, don't do it on one listing, and they say, well, that didn't work. I'm, not, I'm never doing that again. Right. But this is something that we had, a, we had a brilliant example recently in one of our very, very strong, successful businesses with uh, with KW. And the owner of the business was charging a certain level of fee. And he admitted to me he's got a certain mindset around this. He, he's grown his team. He brought somebody in and that person went out on the first three listings she did. She went out and got two percent. Right. He very quietly, didn't say anything to the team, but on the next listing he went out on, just quietly, did the job that he normally does, but asked for 2% plus VAT and got it. Came back to the office and said to her, well done you, because it was her leading the way, Chris, to say, you can do this, but you've got to ask for it. So really, estate agents out there need to take personal responsibility. What about those guys that work for, work for people? Is it their responsibility to teach themselves if their bosses won't? Oh, that's a big one, isn't it? Great question. Um, you, know, you go to Australia and and ARIC, which is their big conference, yeah. people have actually paid, even though they're employees, have actually paid to go. 
Well, this is the thing, right? So you'll, um, there's some great examples in the UK. There's some estate agents that I respect enormously who really do invest in themselves, right? They're always learning. They're always, they go to the States to the conferences. They go to Australia to the different conferences to go and learn how to be better at what you do. I'm not being funny. We think about that. People will spend, I don't know how much money to try and get their handicap down from 20 to 16. And no one's ever going to pay to watch a 16 handicapper, right? You're not going to say, well, I'll, I'll pay a load of money. Nike are not going to run along and say, well, we'll pay money to somebody who plays off 16. But we'll spend loads of money and time practicing to get that down. What I'm trying to say is, imagine if you put that time and energy into understanding how to do real estate at the highest level. You can have a personal coach for anything you want to do, right? But you've got to invest in yourself. I, I use this expression a lot, Chris, and that is that your business and your life will grow to the extent that you do. If you're not learning anything else, you certainly can't teach anybody, anybody anything else. And that's what the key to living a, be a better life is. And if you want a better real estate business, I'm saying there's an opportunity to generate more revenue simply by that training and, and the accountability. And the client, the end user, benefits because they get agents who are going to work harder to protect the price rather than just a transaction for it to be sold. It should be very obvious, right, to, to, to somebody out there that what they get an estate agent in, it's pretty obvious that the idea of that is for you to sell my house or for you to let my house, right? That's what you're there for. It's not some sort of confusing conversation. What I'm saying is it's much, much more important than that. Just putting a bow around the house and trying to get it sold is such a tiny fraction of what's really important when someone's moving home. And getting that understanding clear for the client and getting that understanding clear for the agent, in my opinion, is critical. It really is. Sorry, I get all very, you know, we, this kind of feels like a very deep conversation now, but I think it's a really important subject. But so in essence, if we had to distill this down into one sentence, the reason the state agency fees have come down is that through a lack of personal accountability, through a lack of training and development. Yeah, and the mindset just in the starting point being the mindset has to be, do you want to learn to deliver that result from the outset? Because you're not going to learn and study something if you don't see a need to learn and study it, right? Interesting times ahead in the 2023 property market. Let's, let's see what happens. Thank you for your time today, Ben. No, it's been a pleasure, Chris.